Welcome to Wellspring on the Air, where professional Christian counselors share practical life and Bible insights. Why? Because hearts and minds matter. We're glad you joined our show today to hear from our host, Tova Kreps, president of Wellspring Counseling in Miami. Tova is a licensed therapist with many years of experience as a Christian counselor. Tova teaches, writes, and consults, and Life FM is pleased to have Wellspring Counseling restoring hearts and minds in our community. Welcome to Wellspring on the Air. I'm Tova, co-founder and president of Wellspring Counseling. Today's program is a Wellspring Live event, real people asking real questions. This means that we have a participant from our community who's calling into our radio show to ask a real question of our therapist. I'm here, Tova, and I have Lindsay Stefan. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, good morning. And together we're going to take this caller's questions and see if we can be of support to this caller. So if you out there would like to participate in one of these shows, please contact us through our website, wellspringmiami.org, or email me at tova at wellspringmiami.org. So today, let's get right to our first caller. Our caller's name is Valerie. Valerie, are you there? Yes. Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning. Thank you for joining us on this show. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Valerie. So I think you have a question ready for us. So what is that question? Tell us a little bit about your situation and the question you have for us. Yes, thank you so much. I recently got married about two months ago, and my question is about how to deal with parents and in-laws that sometimes they have the best intentions, but they're very opinionated or, or they have opinions about everything. We're, um, we're, you know, recently moving into a new apartment. We're going to live together now that, you know, we got married. And sometimes they just make comments about simple things like the color of the walls or you should buy this here or don't put this here. And, you know, I'm a person that tries to avoid con- as much as possible, mm. and I know they have good intentions, but I guess my question is, how would you um, advise me to put some boundaries or or maybe how to deal with it? Because now in the holiday season, um, you know, we have m- more contact with them than ever. We, mm-hmm. we have events, we see them often, they come over often, so it's kind of hard to n- not to hear so many opinions about everything. I don't know. Oh, Valerie, that's those are mm-hmm. that's a great kind of list of questions, and so let's work <laughs> our way through that. But first of all, I just want to say thank you for having the courage to call today and to be willing to talk about these things, and and good for you for wanting to proactively work at making your relationships with your in laws work. It's you're setting right now a foundation for a long marriage, God willing, and a good time with your husband on this. And so right now is a good time for you to set some boundaries and to really think through this. So way to go for working at it hard. So let's just start with, with a little bit. First of all, also congratulations on your new marriage. So yes. thank you. Let me ask some questions about your husband. How does he play into this? How does he handle these opinions? And what is his advice to you on how to handle his family's opinions? Well, he's also one of those um, people that try to avoid conflict mm-hmm. as much as possible. So he will remain just silent whenever they, they have opinions about everything. And, and then he will tell me when we are by ourselves, he will say something like, oh, you just do whatever. But, you know, it's kind of hard for me to do whatever because I can't I can just ignore what they say, you know. All right. So let's keep priorities. Priority, first priority is your marriage, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, one piece of advice on handling in-laws is that you stay in really close communication with your spouse on how he thinks you should handle it. So doesn't mean you always follow that advice, but at least you're having that conversation with him early because ideally in your marriage, 
together you get unified on how to handle his family and and him with you and yours you're trying to create yourself as a as a couple and separate from them so together you say what should we do when your mom says blank what should we do when your somebody else says this and then you guys fight that out between each other but have a unified external front if at all possible do you think he'll pull that off or do you think he'll pressure you to just kind of cave because that's maybe what he's done <laughs> I really don't know <laughs> because it depends you know for men sometimes there are things that are not really important uh-huh. and then for us women perhaps we put more importance into little details I think that's true yeah. so he may actually just not care or he tunes yeah. it out he's just used to it might not even hear it exactly so are most of the advice things you're getting about your house because that's the new thing yes Mainly, yes. Okay, so I, I think this is a boundary issue, and you're right. Your husband just may not care. Um, he's maybe they're used to telling him how to decorate or how to do all those things, everything that relates to home, and he was probably happy for the advice and having a woman do it. But this is now your home, and you're the woman of the home, and so you do have a, a boundary to set there. Uh, Lindsay, would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I love how you came on and immediately you already knew what the answer is, is, okay, how can I set boundaries? So I know (laughs) I need to, but how do I practically do that? I think that you're right on track with that. So I think you're already brave in knowing, even though you don't like conflict, you're willing to maybe have some healthy confrontation or healthy conflict for the sake of a better relationship in the long run, not getting bitter or avoiding them. So So let's ask you, Valerie, what have you tried so far? So somebody gives you an opinion and what have you tried? What works and what doesn't work so far? Um, Usually I just say thank you for the advice, whatever, but sometimes it really bothers me because sometimes, you know, the decision was already made in, for example, the the color of the walls, and and then they say something and then I start second-guessing myself, maybe I, I did the wrong decision choosing this color, maybe they're right, maybe it doesn't look good, you know? Hmm. All right. So let's use that as a real practical example. I think that's a place we can just dive in. So the walls are already painted when they make this comment? Yes, well, at least uh, the color was chosen. It was purchased. And they said you should have picked something different, basically. Right, right. Okay, so let's, Lindsay, let's you and I come up with a list of possible responses for her. Yeah. So one might be, like you did, you know, thank you for your opinion. Yeah. But the boundary half of that would be thank you for your opinion, but I have already chosen the color. Mm Mm-hmm. And even expressing, think, you know, thank you for your opinion, but we already chose this and I really like it. Letting them know you're satisfied with it. You're not looking to change it. And I think that's part, I know it sounds like you waver a bit sometimes maybe if they make a comment. So that's just you, you know, over time feeling confident in your decisions that I made the decision, mm-hmm. it's done and just being okay with that. Yeah, you know, and what you're implying, you're beginning to set standards you're implying this is my choice because this is my house and i do think it's very important that among women that the woman does have the rule of her own house and your husband can back you on that and so setting that early that that i'm not really asking you to tell me how to decorate my house but so comments that say thank you very much but i've already decided and i like it is as Lindsay just said those things help set that boundary in a real healthy way that kind of communicate they won't like it by the way they'll not be happy But it's still, it's okay if they're a little unhappy because what you're asking them to do is give up a little power. And so nobody gives up power easily. So they're not going to be happy about that. But it's still the right, good, healthy thing to do that you don't have people intervening in your life on a, you know, 
for the next 30 years. Yeah. Right. And what about if it's something that has not already been purchased? Oh, that's a good what about they're giving us opinions about, oh, maybe you should, let's say we say, oh, we got to buy a, a TV. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then they say, oh, you should buy this TV or a this or something like that. Okay. So I think just on a regular basis, thanking them for their feedback. Thank you for that feedback. We'll make a decision soon. Or I love um, that language. We will make a decision soon. <laughs> not the whole family. <laughs> We're right. not taking a poll. The cousins, aunts, uncles, what does everyone think? Right. You know, you can say, well, you have a lot of good advice to give. But but again, always tag it with we're going to talk about it and make that decision. You could say a phrase sometimes you may need to say something like, you know, we all have different opinions. So my husband and I will make this one together. And that's that's kind of a strong statement. But you're letting them know they can give feedback, but you're not asking for all of that. And even maybe some language like, yeah, we're still trying to figure out what's best for us, but thanks for your feedback. You know, again, you guys, you don't even have to have the answer that day, but you guys are going to figure it out. You're going to consider the options and come to that conclusion together. Mm -hmm. How does that sound to you? Yeah, no, it sounds good. <laughs> does that feel too strong for you to pull off or, or you think you can um, do it? Probably. I, I might have to practice a lot. Before. <laughs> That's what I always tell my clients with boundaries. I say, listen, it's not going to go well the first time, so mm-hmm. don't be disappointed. <laughs> Just plan to practice it and it not go well. But each time you do it, you're going to feel a little more comfortable. You'll become stronger. And, you know, even planning, it's not going to be a surprise when they give you pushback. They're not going to like it. So just expecting that and being ready to roll with it, kind of just letting it kind of fall off your shoulders, just brush it off. (laughs) You'll have to be okay with them not being happy. Mm -hmm. But I believe that will pass too. It sounds like your family has a pretty close relationship. And I don't think the color of the walls is going to to end those relationships. So yeah, they might be a little miffed for even a day or an hour, but life will go on. So just reminding yourself that this will be okay. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I think part of that is that you not assume you failed because they didn't like it. And Lindsay, that's great advice. You know, just assume that maybe you did do the right thing. I think another thing you can do is to actually really work on your gratitude for what they're good intentions are. And you said this at the very beginning, you said they have good intentions. And so I think the more you can acknowledge their good intentions, the better, more palatable it will be for them. So for you to say, I love that you're enthusiastic about our house. And it's nice Mm. that you are want to invest in us having a wonderful house or, or it's great that you're so interested in the details of our lives that you would tell us which store to go to for our TV. And you don't need to be fakey about that, but I think genuinely they, they are telling you that they are just all invested in your marriage and your life and you're starting it. And so you can just keep saying that. Thank you so much for, for being wanting to be so involved, you know, but we're going to work on this and, and make a decision. And um, it's great. It's just great that you like to get in in all our details. Yeah, And then maybe right. including them like with that example. Yeah. And when we figure it out, get the TV, we can't wait to have you guys over for a movie night mm. to enjoy it you know so still showing we're not pushing you out completely but yeah we are pushing you out for the decision but then we can't wait to invite you back in oh i love that that's right right yeah that sounds better (laughs) so are they kind of in your pushing things that are personal to you are they you know not just your decor and your house setting up are they invading you a little bit on what you should do or your marriage or anything like that Yes, I think a little bit because they 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 are people 
as I said, with very good intentions, but very opinionated. They have opinions about everything, and they, they're not shy about making the comments. And me, on the opposite, I, I, you know, I'm the type of person that tries to avoid conflict, and I might not think very much into what color, you know, to show for the, the to choose for the walls. But, you know, when they say those strong uh, statements, I, I feel like... <gasps> I don't even know what to say, you know, and it kind of bothers me. And I second question myself all the time, like maybe I, I, you know, I'm choosing wrong or I'm making the wrong decisions or maybe I should have done, asked them before, you know, things like that. I'm also a little bit insecure. So everything comes together to <laughs> to kind of look like a big monster. <laughs> okay. So that's sort of a, a separate issue, which is you just getting your own confidence going. Yes, um, yes. You know, so I don't know. Would you like to continue this call? We're going to take a quick break. Would you like to continue this call in a, in a minute, and we can maybe talk about some of that just confidence building? Yes, sure. So, listeners, we are on Wellspring on the air, and this is our Wellspring live event. And with us today, we have Valerie, a real caller with real questions. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Do you wish you could ask a Christian therapist about an issue that relates to you? Now you can ask Tova from Wellspring Counseling for free advice on Wellspring On The Air. Contact On The Air at wellspringmiami.org for more information or visit their website, wellspringmiami.org. So welcome here today. I have Lindsay Stefan in the studio with me on Wellspring On The Air. And this is a Wellspring Live show, real questions from real people. And today with us, we have Valerie. And she's been talking to us about her new family, her in-laws, and wanting to have a great marriage and a great relationship with her in-laws, but how her in-laws are very opinionated. And so Valerie's been asking us about how do, how do I handle this with their strong opinions and how do I do it without having too much conflict? So if you missed the first part of the show, find us on podcast. We have it, Wellspring on the Air, and tune in another way. But we're going to move on. So Valerie, are you still there with us? Yes, yes, I'm here. Okay. So, so far we've just talked about setting some healthy boundaries with these people as your family members, as they give opinions, thanking them for their opinions, including them in the outcomes, but kind of setting the sense that, that uh, you and your husband are the ones who are going to be making these decisions. We talked about you pulling your husband in and having conversations so that together you agree on how to handle the family. But uh, let's talk again about just sort of the, just your confidence building in when you have strong people with strong opinions and they're pushing them on you a lot. So, Valerie, in terms of feeling insecure, was that true of you before the in-laws were so affecting to you? Did you find yourself questioning so. your your decisions? I think so, yeah. As I have grown older, I think I've gotten better. Mm-hmm. But, yes, insecurity has always been a part of me. Okay. So probably this is something for you to just work on apart from them. And maybe God is giving you these wonderful, strong, opinionated family members to help you <laughs> on this <laughs> journey of, of you just really getting to know yourself and saying, what do I, what do I really like and what do I really want? And maybe there are different ways of coming at that. So for one thing, maybe do a little more research on things so that you feel super confident in what you do. Maybe it's just really being still and quiet and prayerful and asking God to help you make decisions so you have a sense of peace before you have feedback from other people. Right. Um, I don't know. What else do you try to help increase your confidence on those things? I don't know. That, that sounds like a, like a good idea, what you said about praying before 
Yeah, I think having the the quiet of you and God helps you tune into the real you. What do you really want? And and asking God to speak to that so that by the time you face the world, you're you come at it from a sense of being centered and and peaceful about it. And and I think another big piece and uh, along these lines is just you knowing that it's okay to get things wrong. Mm, you think that. it's okay to get things wrong? <laughs> yeah, I struggle with that. I always want to make the best decision at first because I know things have consequences. But it's true, you know, it's impossible to always be right. <laughs> You're right. So if you paint the wrong color, can I tell you how many houses I've painted the wrong color <laughs> and I regret it and I had to wait, you know, years before I could repaint? Um, and it's just okay. You can repaint eventually. You can buy a new couch. You can get a new TV. You can let it be okay to not have done the best deal. There's no such thing as the perfect decision. You know, we just live with the consequences. And then fortunately, we usually have a lot of chances to replay and make it again. What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, I love that. I think too, even a little practically with clients, I'll say, you know, the age old pros and cons list. But I think sometimes that's helpful in those quiet moments just to sit down and think, you know, what's the upside of this, the downside. And even we have a therapist, she was talking last week and said, think in 10, 10, 10. So if I make this decision, if I paint this color, how am I going to feel about it in 10 seconds, 10 minutes, 10 hours, 10 weeks, 10 years? And I mean, you can't really know how you're going to feel about the color in 10 years, but just, you know, thinking how... How am I going to feel about this in the next few weeks? And But I do love Tova's thought that just at the end of the day, that's not a an end-all, be-all. It's okay if you paint the wrong color. I also think that as you think about those things with your in-laws or people pressuring you, to to be a little bit vulnerable and say, you know, when you tell me that it should be different, it really makes me feel unsure. And let them know they're affecting you that way. Now, you've got to be careful. You don't want to be too weak out there when you're trying to set those boundaries. But just say, wow, you know, you make me question myself. Mm. And just drop that piece of information. And so they see the effect on you of being so strong. You might even say something to them like when they're making a lot of strong opinions, instead of commenting on the topic, the color of the paint, you comment on the fact that they're commenting on it. Say, wow, this family has so many opinions. <laughs> and don't say anything after that. Just make a statement. Wow, this, you know, you guys have a lot of ideas about what I should do with my house. Yeah. yeah just state the obvious. Just state the obvious. See what happens. <laughs> and kind of bring their awareness to the fact that they're giving, you know, lots of opinions. And, say, and so it could be a statement about yourself like, wow, it makes me feel unsure when I get so many strong opinions. Mm. Or you can state a statement about them. Look, you guys have, I've never been around a family with so many opinions about how things should be done. And then the yeah. silence afterwards is important. Let that just land, just the, yeah. just the observation of what they're up to and how it affects you. I like that. And with that, maybe just also choosing your battles. So some things you'll kind of be able to let go, but the things that really do bother you, speaking up and having a voice about that. I think that's important. And again, the more that's just practice as well. The more you practice using your voice, the more comfortable you'll be. So you will be scared the first time, the second time. So just expect that, but know it will get better. The more it's like practice makes progress, I think. Yes. What do you think, Valerie? No, yeah, for sure. It seems like I will have to practice a lot, but it seems like those are really good answers. You know, I think I also like in terms of choosing your battles, 
sometimes we think we always have to have answers. And so learning not to have to have an answer is part of the art of choosing your battle. So, for instance, somebody has a strong opinion, you go, huh, that's interesting. Or, and that's it. You don't say you will or you don't have to take the ball. They're handing you a ball. You don't have to take it. You can just go, oh, yeah, wow. Well, there's a thought. Or never thought of that. Or, or that's, yeah. that's one way to do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, look, I have a lot of choices, don't I? Yeah. You don't have to engage every conversation. <laughs> I think that's something we have to learn. It's okay. You, you can use your voice and speak, but sometimes not speaking. I think that's powerful, too. Wow, that's so nice. Well, it takes a lot of practice. Uh, the great thing about family is you get to try it again. If you didn't get it right the first time, they're still going to be around. And you can. And, and I do think that process, too, of you kind of watching yourself and thinking of it kind of like, like a game or something like, okay, I'll try this this time and see what happens. And then you say, okay, well, that didn't work, so next time I'll try this. And so you're kind of watching yourself like you're looking at yourself from outside of yourself. And that gives you an objectivity that'll help you be less affected in the moment. So it's just kind of like an entertainment to yourself. Hmm, this time I really caved. And you just notice that and laugh at yourself. And the next time it's like, okay, next time I'll try that, the no answer thing. And next time I'll try this. And so it, it'll, you'll, that objectivity will help you kind of step back and just see this as a way of learning to love your family well and learning how to relate to them and you'll get it right sometimes and wrong sometimes and sometimes just say wow that really blew up and so just that distance does that make sense yes totally and i hope i can practice as perfect as it sounds in our conversation <laughs> but i will give myself grace to to not have it right the first time i guess it's also the pressure that we have sometimes when we start something to start right because mm-hmm. we feel like if we let it go then things just create a mountain as noble, you know. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that pressure is, is really heavy. I think giving yourself <laughs> grace is actually the absolute answer you need to have. So giving yourself grace in this, it is important to set some precedence early in a marriage, but you've got a whole year to, to do that probably, and maybe even longer to kind of set the standards. And so just think of it as trial zone and um, they're not going anywhere and you're not anywhere. So you have a chance to practice it and see what works and what doesn't. And, and um, it's okay to get it wrong. Give yourself grace, give them some grace. They, they may not know how to do this in-law thing either. And they're just overly enthusiastic. And, you know, so lots of grace goes a long way in making families. Maybe pulling your husband in, too. So having Mm -hmm. conversations with him ahead of time, like, hey, I'm going to try this. So Mm -hmm. see if he can be supportive. It sounds like he probably needs to be practicing the same things we're talking about with you. Because I think he's just used to it. He probably doesn't even notice these things now. So having conversation and making him aware, hey, this is a dynamic that's going on and it makes me uncomfortable So kind of pulling him on and this isn't like a team, our team and their team, but in a way you guys do need to be, Mm -hmm. like Tova said earlier, that united front so you can have really healthy relationships with his parents and and even telling him, that's my goal. I really want to love your parents well, so can you help me with this? Right. And I think asking him to help protect you when you need to just say, you know, I'm afraid of confrontation. So can you step in here or there? And again, lots of conversations, ones before things happen. So you kind of together make a plan ones after, hey, this is what happened. And and what could we try next time so that together you're deciding how to manage those things. And it's okay for you to advocate for yourself with him and say, I just want this to be my home. I want this to be our things. I don't want to 
have to have five wives with all the sisters or cousins and everybody, you know, in your life. I just want to be the only one making this nest for us and, and telling him your longings and asking him to step in and, and help make that happen. Excellent. I would like, is this uh, recorded? I would like to, to, to be able to take some notes of all of our conversations. Okay, absolutely. It is recorded. And so we will give you a copy of this afterwards. And um, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'm going to let you sign you off on the air, but stay on the phone and we'll be talking to you and and following up in just a minute. Okay, so let me wrap out of the show. Thank you so much. (laughs) Okay, you're welcome. Thank you for joining us, Valerie, and I'll be right back with you. Thank you. Well, Listeners, this has been a great show. I'm so impressed with Valerie coming on this show and talking about her family and being so intentional about wanting good relationships with her in-laws and in her marriage and having a good start at things. I think it's a great conclusion here to talk about grace and the need to have grace on ourselves in this process. Lindsay, any closing thoughts? No, um, I guess just one thing. Again, I really, I love her bravery. Mm -hmm. I love that Valerie, even instead of just kind of, oh, this is how it's going to be. But I hear her being so proactive to even call in and try and address this. So I I really admire that. Okay. So if you would like to be a participant on Wellspring Live, a real person asking real questions, then email me at tova at wellspringmiami.org. It's time to wrap up. This is Tova Krefs with Wellspring on the Air because hearts and minds matter. Wellspring on the Air is a production of Wellspring Counseling, a nonprofit professional counseling center with multiple locations in Miami-Dade County. Wellspring therapists are licensed by the state of Florida and Christian in their worldviews. They have wide ranges of clinical expertise, including marriage, family, anxiety, depression, and trauma. Their diverse group of therapists includes several who speak Spanish or Portuguese. If you would like to know more about Wellspring services of counseling and education, go to their website at wellspringmiami.org or give them a call at 786-573-7010, or email them at ontheair at wellspringmiami.org. Again, you can find a way to contact them at wellspringmiami.org.